When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Kate Lawler. And I'm Bodge. Welcome to episode three. This week we are taking you back to the very first time we saw the poop nugget via an ultrasound scan. Uh, We had one at 10 weeks, another at 12. More about that in a bit. First, may I apologise for sounding like I've got hay fever. Very bunged up, very stuffy. I feel like they say everything is a pregnancy (laughs) symptom though. So you just go, oh, I've got sore knees, pregnancy symptoms. Yeah. I've got tingly ears, pregnancy symptoms. Yeah. Pregnancy symptoms, so. You've been talking in your sleep. What? You woke me up sleep talking last night. Don't worry, you didn't say anything offensive. <laughs> you said, <laughs> I've left my screwdriver. And I said. No, I did And I, we had a conversation. No. These are the best sleep talks when you can have a conversation with the person oh asleep. And God. I said. You've left your screwdriver where? And you went, I've left my screwdriver in the shed. <laughs> you doing a bit of DIY, hun? Were you fixing something for me? You are a testament to the fact that I've never really fixed anything in my life apart from regrounding the bathroom once. Why were you dreaming about a screwdriver? I, I can remember some strange dreams last night, but nothing involving a screwdriver. Well, that's what you said. What else has been happening this week? Uh, the handsome ball man bag. I feel like I'm under attack today. It's not a man bag. <laughs> it is a man bag. And it's a look I never thought I'd see you try. I'm feeling it. I like the man bag. What do you call them? Crossbody bags. Yeah. Isn't man it? Bag. It's not a man, bag. It's a man bag. Basically, I went on Brand Alley. Not an ad, not a spawn. Just plus you love it. During lockdown, it was cheap, right? And so I ordered some stuff from Reese, which I like. And they had this kind of side body bag. Man bag. Not. And I thought, do you know what? It's not my look, but let's try something new. So I ordered it. It's a bit zhuzhy for me, isn't it? It's very zhuzhy. It's, it's very army zhuzhy. green with lots of gold zips. There's a lot more gold than I thought it would if have. If you'd have seen it in the shop, would you have picked it up and no, purchased? No, no, not even at that price. It's zhuzhtastic. Do you know what? I thought, I'll, I'll use this for football. I'll go down to football. I'll just carry, you know, whatever my bits and bobs in it. I went down to football, had it on, and my mate went, you look like a drug dealer. <laughs> and I thought, I can't really wear this anymore, can I? That's not the look a 36-year-old man should have. I borrowed it. Unless you are a drug dealer, and that's fine. Of course, and then that's absolutely fine. But yeah. you're not. I'm not. You're in sales. Sales. <laughs> Leads. I suppose drug dealers are in sales as well, but that's a different type. It's... Supply line. <laughs> Transaction. <laughs> Money. Do they take direct debit? I don't think they have card machines. Do they not? Oh, if you're going to use card, that's another two and a half percent. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, I borrowed this uh, man bag and um, I would have got away with it, but then I left all the dog uh, treats in it for my dog walk and he found it. Well, I went to put the stuff in there when I went to football and there was loads of kibble in there and I was like, what has happened here? I thought either Katie's borrowed it or Baxter's trying to run away from home. Do you know what? It is more me than it is you, babe. 
Can you imagine Baxter running away from home, by the way? What would he pack in his... Um... Dentist sticks, kibble, uh, a squeaky hot dog. <laughs> his, his squeaky hot dog. <laughs> squeaky hot dog. Because if you look, the man bag's about the same size as a backpack for him. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense. I was going to say poo bags, but he doesn't He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He shits where he wants. He shits where he wants. I also caught you doing arm weights in the bedroom this week. You never do arm weights at home. I said, what are you doing? He says, arm weights. So if you take a photo of me holding the baby, I look buffeting. Those no. are your words. I wrote them down because I knew you You knew that you would deny it. Right. Babies, when they come out, weigh about three or four kilograms, right? I don't know. I think I so. go in pounds, hon. Hey, Siri, how much <laughs> is eight pounds in kilograms? So I solve all my problems. Guarantee you I can do this quicker by Google. 3.63 kilograms, right? So... And they start to scale up in weight quite quickly. <laughs> so before long, you're going to have a six, seven, eight kilogram baby. Now, right. I'm just trying to get ready for the carrying. I don't want to have to put baby bodge down because I'm tired. You could have just said that instead of saying, so that I look buffing when just, you take I a photo. Being, I was being an idiot, wasn't sure. I? Sure. Anyway, this week is all about the first scan or scans in our case. Usually at 12 weeks, however, because mine was at the beginning of August, COVID meant that partners weren't allowed 12 or 20 week scans. Brilliant. Brilliant. So we were both gutted because, you know, that's the first time you get to see that little tiny fetus that you both created. And I was obviously mega excited. You know, I've been head of the campaign team for having a baby. I would have thought the first moment we get to see it move and I wasn't going to see it move. Mm. But you found out about particular scan slash blood test that we never heard of. Why would we? And I was delighted for two reasons. One, we could see our baby for the very first time together if we went for this scan and blood test. And two, the test is non-invasive. Forgive me, I'm going to read this for accuracy as it's obviously important. So testing-wise with the NHS, you have the ultrasound, which everyone knows. And if there's a higher probability of health issues with your baby, another test is offered called chorionic villus sampling or CVS for short. Good pronunciation. I know, I've been practicing that. Now, Kate's 40, so the chance of Down syndrome in particular increases exponentially as women get older. So there's a 1 in 1,500 chance when you're 20, but by the time you're 40, it's 1 in 106. Those stats blew my mind. I didn't realise the chance of Downs increased so much the older you get. Do you think we would have tried earlier if you knew that? No. Okay. It wouldn't have scared me into trying. No, you're right. And it shouldn't have done. It shouldn't have done. So to find out... 100%, you can take the CVS test, which is performed by inserting a needle into the placenta. That obviously carries a risk of miscarriage. Mm. Only around a one in a hundred, but it still Still carries a risk. Yeah. And that is a difficult choice for parents have to make, isn't it? And, you know, not to say that the cell-free DNA option is some kind of magic bullet, but this uses a simple blood test to diagnose the likelihood of the three major syndromes that can affect children of late mothers. So Downs, Edwards and Patel. And the good thing is the results are 99% accurate. I think it's like 99.99% accurate Mm. even. So that makes a big, big difference. We were willing to take those odds. Unfortunately, it's not something that's offered on the NHS. So it was around 550 quid, which also included a 3D scan of the baby, which we're going to put up on Kate's Insta. It's there now. So it's the kind of thing you have to decide, is this for you? Is it worthwhile? For us, it really was. Anyway, I feel like I should do a fart joke or something. I find it very uncomfortable when we do so. Please don't. Disgusting. How about what's blown our minds this week? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, so maybe... We're going there. What has blown our minds this week? (laughs) I've forgotten. (laughs) This is a big one for me. When a mother has a child, that child's DNA stays in her body for the rest of time. 
Oh my gosh! Every woman uh, has their baby's DNA in them. My mama's got my DNA in her. Our little baby will have no, their No, you DNA. will have your... I will have... <laughs> it's a very simple... I know, idea. I'm just a bloody idiot. <laughs> Can't do me for it. I'm up the duff. <laughs> so my mum has four kids' DNA floating around her body. It's funny that your mum lets your DNA float around her body but won't let you store your photos in her house. <laughs> Hi, mum, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about this 10-week scan that we decided to go for. Quite exciting for us because partners were allowed to go. Uh, the morning, I was definitely the most nervous I'd ever been up until that point of the pregnancy. I was... In fact, shaking, wasn't I, when we walked into the room where yeah, that yeah, lovely yeah. doctor was? I think it was because there was this huge worry. And I know that I've never wanted kids up until now. But suddenly it just hit me that what if this happy news that we really both shared suddenly turned to sad news? What if something was wrong? What if there was no heartbeat? And it was when we were sat in that waiting room and you were holding my hand that I just thought, I'm so grateful that you are here by my side for this mm. first time that we're going to see the poop nugget because if it's good news, I wanted you there. If it's bad news, I wanted you there. Yeah. Was there any nerves for you? Um, there was, you didn't seem nervous. I was just the one that was I shaking. I just buried it. Because the thing is, I saw how nervous you were and I thought, I can't, I can't add to that. Mm. So Anyway, it was awesome seeing that little poop nugget appear on the mega TV at the end of the bed. I laid down, well, yeah. the lights went off. He put some gel on my tummy and bam, the very quick. ultrasound image appeared on this huge screen at the end of the bed. We thought that the doctor might have had a screen that they were looking at first just to check everything was okay. But it was... I, was, I don't know why I was expecting some kind of warm up or something. I was really <laughs> thinking they were going to get to like, oh, okay, we have to find where it is or where... <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was just like, here's the gel, plonk, there's your baby. And it's just like, shit. It looks like a prawn. Do you think a prawn? It did. Oh, I think it looked really baby-like. It was quite emotional staring at this little thing we'd created. I'm so happy that you decided to film at that moment because I wasn't even thinking about yeah. taking photos or filming. But you did and they allowed you, which was really lovely mm. because sometimes I know at the NHS they don't because of data protection. That's a bit tight. Mm. If I'm honest. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm going to say this now. Come on, you tell them so. Yeah, yeah, because data protection, it's your data, it's your baby. I'm filming for you. Yeah. Who else is, that's nonsense, that's bullshit. Oh. Sorry. I like this. Hot take. Bodge's hot take on yeah. filming at scans. Yeah. What about when the 3D image just appeared on the screen and he was like, there you go, early 3D scan. That blew my mind as well yeah. because I didn't know you could do a 3D scan at 10 weeks. I mean, I've got to be honest, it looked slightly made up to me. It wouldn't surprise me if they <laughs> Do just, you not think that's our poop nugget there? I, I'm not sure. I think it was made up. Also, <laughs> we didn't know. Well, we did know that you could find out the gender. And at that point, when he was giving us the ultrasound, he said, So do you want to find out the gender? And at the same time, we went, no. Yes. Who won? Who do you think won? Of course. Why did I win? <laughs> Why did I win? Well, you are carrying the child, so. Also, you have wanted me to have your baby for so long. You owe me. <laughs> so I just said, yeah, I want to know. And you said, it would be nice if it was a surprise. Nah, we're finding out, mate. Sorry, yeah, I'm too impatient. Lost that battle. So, yeah, you have to wait a week for those results. And they came at 11 weeks. So it's only a week before the 12 week scan. But for me, it was peace of mind. And you were at work when they called you, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was about to go on air. Do you know what I did? I called them. Of course you did. We weren't due to get the results until the Friday. Do you know what speeds up science? Phone calls from people. <laughs> so. No, because. It did work, to be fair. We went on the. Was it the Thursday morning or the Friday morning the week before? No idea. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But basically, 
I called the um, Holly Street Centre for Women and I said, hi, I'm just wondering if you've had any results back from like, like no, we haven't. I'll call you as soon as we get them. I'm like, sorry, sorry. I just thought you might have them today. She went, it's likely to be this afternoon. If it's not this afternoon, it'll be tomorrow. So I said, okay, I'll leave you alone now. Sorry. Okay, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> and it was 15 minutes before I went on air. The phone rang and I knew the number because I dialed it earlier in the day and I went, oh, here we go. Oh my goodness, I'm not with Bodge. I'm going to find out on my own. you couldn't tell anyone? No one else knew? Nobody at work knew. Hadn't told my boss, hadn't told my producer. Yeah, I was just in this little studio on my own. I went, hello. Hello, Kate. It's the Harley Street Centre for Women. We've got your results back. And then she said, your baby has um, a really low chance of having any genetic abnormalities. And do you still want to know the sex? And I said, yeah, hit me. She told me and I said, I'm going to wait till I'm home to tell Bodge. You had a plan for telling me the gender, which was good because what Kate did is she picked one of my favourite things in the world and used that as a medium to tell me. Cornettos. I bought a strawberry and an original. I was actually thinking if you'd use any of my other kind of passions to tell me, like whether you'd got like the Barnet FC team to like... (laughs) (laughs) Like DM one of the Barnet players and get to do a video message. All right, Bodge, it's Dave from Barnet. Don't know who you are, but that's fine. No, I thought ice cream, it's the way to your heart. So I bought an original with blue packaging and a strawberry with pink. And I put yeah. them both in the freezer when I got in. And after dinner, I said, by the way, I found out everything's okay with the baby today. She's honestly, she'll kill me. She's just, <laughs> she will eventually kill me. It's like when she told me she was pregnant, right? Well, Lobbing a pissy stick at my face. <laughs> oh, this time, oh yeah, everything's fine. Anyway, I got the two ice creams out and I said, close your eyes, I'm going to put one of these in your hand. And I have to say, right, I really, really, I'm not a fan of gender reveal events. It's not me, whatever, you want to do it. I don't mind a gender reveal. But this was very sweet. So we will post that, but only after we tell everyone else. Yeah, we'll post that video because it's super cute. It's proper soppy. We won't post it all because there's a bit where I cry. So let's leave that bit out. I think that's what people want to see. People want to see Lord of Tears. (laughs) So yeah, I was super hyped that we'd done the 10-week scan and it was just a really nice couple of weeks because then at 11 weeks we got the results of the 10-week scan mm. and then I had the 12-week scan. Did you walk into the 12-week scan a bit cocky? <laughs> You're just like, don't worry, mate. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> no. I know there's a baby in there. I was still really nervous because one, you weren't with me and two, I just thought, you know me, I'm so yeah. fatalist. I thought something could have gone wrong in the last two weeks. You just don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was a bit of a mad day, wasn't I th- it? I think you were unlucky because I think someone had just pulled a fire alarm. The hospital's obviously still going through COVID procedures. So there's lots of like limitations and they're funding everyone. And then suddenly everyone's running out of the hospital and then like you're walking in and it's just like chaos. <laughs> When I arrived, one nurse was shouting at a woman behind me because she wasn't socially distant enough. Two girls were arguing over who was first for their blood test because one of them was late for another appointment. Someone accidentally set off the fire alarm and nobody in the hospital knew how to stop it. It was going off for 20 minutes. Do you know what? What you didn't see, I was sat outside in the car. There was a guy (laughs) who was trying to pack up a foldable bike and put it in a locker and it was obviously not his bike and it took him 20 minutes. Did he kick it? 20 minutes to to pack this thing up. Did he get angry? Oh, he was livid. It was livid. It was all going off. Yeah. My bladder wasn't very full, so the scan wasn't overly clear. But the main thing was, everything was fine and we could breathe a sigh of relief. <sighs> now, earlier in the week, we asked what you called your baby while it was in the womb. 
So obviously everyone knows we call ours poop nugget. Why do we call ours poop nugget? It came to me because it's just like a little nugget of poop, isn't it, basically? Why did it come to you? It just did. It's just like a, it's like a little poop nugget. Do you know what it is? <laughs> I'm going to say it. We've both said it. We've got to say it. And I'm sorry if you do call your kid this, but I just detest peanut. I really, do, <laughs> I really don't like it. And people might be going, poop nugget, that is very annoying and you're yeah. a prick. And, <laughs> and I agree. Do you know another one I don't like? Go on. Just baby. Baby is hungry. What when people say baby instead of the baby? I feel like baby. it's almost like a lot of those horror films when they're talking about, oh, you don't <laughs> want to upset baby. Baby will cut your head off. Baby is angry. It's like, oh my God, I don't want to upset baby. <laughs> I mean, ours is pretty annoying. Poop nugget is ridiculous. I think everyone's is annoying. It's like anything. You think your kid's the best. You think your nickname's the best. <laughs> they're all shit, aren't they? <laughs> they're absolute bullshit, Martin. <laughs> Can we even go one episode without taking the piss out of my mum? What did your mum call you when you were in the womb? I don't know. Should I WhatsApp her on here? WhatsApp, yeah. I know what she's going to say. Nothing. <laughs> I bet you. My mum only replies with one word answers to messages. <laughs> oh my she's God. She's very chatty in real life. All right, let's, let's have a gamble. What do you reckon? I think nothing. Obviously, it's going to be one word she's going to respond with. I think the one word's going to be baby. She's very quick at responding via WhatsApp. She fucking loves her phone. It she's will just be one word. It's going to be one of those things where she's like, it is a stupid idea that you name the child before it is born. All right, we'll come back to what Suzanne called you when you're in the womb. Here are some of our favourite messages from Insta Stories. Right, should we, should I rate these? Go for it. On instinct. You say them. Wiggle munch. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> That's just fine. Little Jedi. Someone's a Star Wars fan. Little Jedi, I like that. You're giving you're giving a brand to the baby, giving it a bit of personality. If you could make your reviews just a tiny bit shorter, thank okay. you. All right, sorry. Noodlebug. I like Noodlebug. Bruce. Yeah. Smiglet. Smiglet's good, like Piglet, like that. Troy. Very Greek. <laughs> Cyril. That's someone who's watched the raccoons. Cyril Sneer. Baby Dave. That's one of yours. You've put your own in there. I didn't. You Someone love the else. name Dave. You no. Love the yeah, you have. Uh, Lisa said... It looked like our baby had a quiff in the scan, so we named it Elvis. Totally logical. Jenny Green says, we called him Toad. He also had no name for two weeks after the birth, so all our families had to call him Toad. <laughs> so they like either of two things there. That's either a Super Mario reference or they watch Neighbours and it was Toadfish. Oh, I love Imagine it. Imagine your kid look like Toadfish. You yeah. know what? Some people might like the way Toadfish looks. And i tell you what's overtaken Peanut in popularity when naming your child once in the womb. Bean, Beanetti, Beanie, The Baked Bean, Butter Bean, Jelly Bean, Bean Bag, all very popular. There's a lot of creativity out there, I'll give you that. And finally, Suzanne has responded to our WhatsApp messages. What? Get in! She called you baby. <laughs> she went, no, she said baby dash boring. Does that mean she called me baby boring? Oh, she's obviously disappointed with her choice of name for you in the womb. Can I just say, when it comes to names, you often say that you think Martin is a terrible name, so... Yeah, I'd rather you be called baby. I'd rather she'd have just stuck with that. <laughs> sorry, Suzanne. I know he's your son. And I'm sorry to any Martins listening. And I'm sorry to any women who've called their child Martin. I just, it reminds me of a little school friend who had quite a snotty nose. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, let's not get into names. No. Because we've got a whole episode on names. We we're, do. We're stretching this out as far as possible. <laughs> uh, next week, we welcome our first guest to Ooh. Baby Baby Series 2, the fabulous... Gemma Atkinson. Are we telling people? I thought we were going to do a surprise. Oh no, have I ruined it? Well, <laughs> not for me. I was there, but for everyone else. I think it's nice that we uh, throw ahead to what's coming up next yeah. week. The lovely Gemma Atkinson will be joining us to talk about uh, the transition from dog mum to dog 
and human mum. This is a big one. Big one for Kate, especially. Of course. We hope you enjoyed listening. If you did, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we promised we'd be reading your reviews every week. And uh, Kate was running late. She, she texted me and she said, can you just grab one of the reviews that you think, you know, works well and, um, and put it here. So what is I've, this leading up so to? So I've gone for this one. Uh, from Cremo49, five stars, obviously. You two are so lovely together. You're going to make fabulous parents. Thank you. Kate, you have a wicked sense of humour. The handsome, you are truly handsome. I love that she said, oh, I've got a wicked sense of humour. <laughs> but you're fucking but ugly. I'm ugly. <laughs> and you're handsome. But you're dull as but fuck. You're... <laughs> I'll take that. Listen, it is what it is. Oh my gosh. Slam. Right, we're going to skedaddle. Do you know what we're going to do now? What? We're going to go and finish eating our Israeli meze and we're going to watch a Curb Your Enthusiasm. You've twisted my arm. Honestly, I didn't want to. Are you sure you want to? No, I'm just... uh... You sound like you don't want to. (sighs) Fine. Shall we crack open the toffee feast that my twin sister bought us? I may have done that already. Let's go. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye.